Hello and welcome to Here's the Thing, the podcast where I rant about whenever for however long. Jokes be long, topics be long. I be talking to myself and I be talking to Josh and I be talking to you. And here's the thing. First and foremost, my 11 year old Jojo is a small old man. Okay. The other night we were in the bed chilling, Melissa and I. And I hear him take a FaceTime call, 9-11 or so. And all I hear him say is, Fortnite? At this time of night? (laughs) (laughs) He said, I'm about to go to bed. (laughs) Joe, he don't have no school in the morning. He just said, no, man. I'm not going to be playing no game. What you think? 9-11? You want me to be playing Fork Knife? At 9-11, I'm finna get in this bed. Listen, you gotta get me at 7. You gotta get me at 8. I'm not finna be starting no Fortnite game at 9-11. I get in the bed at 9-30. This boy is 11 years old for no reason at all. Wakes up 5.36 o'clock in the morning. Wakes up making every noise available downstairs. All you hear is... That's all me and Melissa here. I want y'all to hear the, what we hear. Making breakfast, reading the newspaper, circling jobs on the classified. He is 11 years old and 56. Why is a child saying at this time of night? Why is an 11 year old declining Fortnite? First of all, he didn't want to dog on talk, uh, talk on the phone. He was like, Are "You FaceTiming me? What about a text?" At this time of night, mm, man, I'm finna get in the bed. Why my child say fender? Oh man, I'm finna get in the bed. I can't be running around building no things now. Listen, y'all don't you listen? I got work in the morning. You don't have work though. I gotta get in the bed. We have not told this child to go to bed or wake up in I don't know how long. We have not ever had to wake him up for school. I remember one time me and Melissa fell asleep. At seven o'clock, I think we were a little jet lag. Him and Isaiah came in our room and knocked on the door. I was like, should we go to bed? It's a, it's a Tuesday. Uh, sh- should we go to sleep? This man is a small, old man. And I respect him for it because I'll be in the bed too. 9.30. Don't, that's why to hear Zooming with the homies, I'll be like, bruh, I'm tired. Uh, every time to hear ask me, I'll be like, mm, mm, I'm sleepy. I don't want to. I love him. But nine o'clock is late. I can't be starting new stuff. I'm finna get in the bed. I get up at 6 30, read the Bible. I be mad at the birds. Birds be loud. Sick of it. Anyway, welcome to the show. Uh just want to talk about a few things while I have your attention. First of which, this week, white people and Terry Crews were fighting over themselves to do the most. Terry Crews, oh, Terry. Let me let me find Terry's tweet real quick. I usually have my stuff prepared, but for whatever reason, I did not get, ah, here it is. Terry Crews, defeating white supremacy without white people creates black supremacy. Equality is truth. Like it or not, we're all in this together. Terry, what what is you talking about, Terry? Terry, Terrence, Terrence, 
Terrence, what is you even talking about? Somebody on Twitter said he should have just sat there and ate his steroids. <laughs> Terry, when we saw you in White Chicks, we thought you were acting. We thought you were upset because Marlon Wayans wasn't a white woman. He was a black man. But you were just upset that he was white. I tweeted, what do the whites have on Terry Crews? It's like Terry Crews finishes a heavy bench press and he's just like, what was that, 500 pounds? All right, let me go defend uh, white people on Twitter. Like, don't they don't even be nothing. What is you even talking about? What is black supremacy, Terry? Who said we was trying to defeat white supremacy without white people? Who said that? Who said that? Who said that? Who said that? Who said it, Terrence? I saw this <laughs> SpongeBob meme. <laughs> said, how many times do we have to teach you this, old man? Terry is 51 years old. Every time he trends on Twitter, it is because he is saying something dumb about black people. That's why I don't work out as hard. You see what muscles do to you? All that, all that testosterone is squeezing the intelligence out of Terrence. He really sat up there in that rich house and was like, I need to make sure white people feel safe. Let me go and tweet something to protect myself. What do the whites have on Terry Crews? I need answers. Just a while ago, what did he say against Gabrielle Union? Gabrielle Union was like, yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? America's Got Talent was tripping on me. And Terry Crews came out and was like, I have been treated perfectly fine by the whites. I'm, you know, I, I've never, I've never been racially charged. I've never been treated away. I, Terrence Crews, have been fine the whole time. <laughs> and then he said, y'all get on Twitter and call me a coon and you're wrong. Well, doggone it, Terry. Stop cooning it up. Every other day, you're cooning it up. You wake up like, man, how do I coon it up today? I'm trying to see if he apologized. Let me see what else. Any black person who calls me a coon or an Uncle Tom for promoting equality is a black supremacist because they have determined who's black and who's not. Terrence. 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 Terrence, why? I believe it's important we not suffer from group think and we keep minds of our own and be allowed to ask difficult questions to each other. I believe this dialogue is important as we get through this trauma together. I love you. Please know that everything I've said comes from a spirit of love and reconciliation for the black community first, then the world as a whole. That's black supremacy, Terrence. <laughs> black people first. Sounds supremacist to me. Thought that was Terry calling me. Guys, listen. 
the kid from Everybody Hates Chris had to hit him and be like, Terry, please, I come on, man. I just, I just want you to be better. I want you to be better. <laughs> the world is changing, Terry. Have you not seen? Have you not heard? NASCAR. NASCAR issued an apology. NASCAR. Them drivers were like, Black Lives Matter. You understand me? I come around that turn. You know, and I look over to my left. I see Bubba Caldwell there. And you know, I'm, I say, hey, man, that's a black man. Our tires are black. Our steering wheels are black. Our, our boots are black. We, we can't stand by and, and act like black lives don't matter. The sponsors are black. Black letters matter. So doggone dead gum, of course, black lives matter. And you don't even be seeing a lot of blacks at NASCAR. And they was like, listen, sky is black. At night, I look into that sky, I say, that gum, that's a black sky. That is a black sky. Now, you know, that gum, listen to me. Now, I didn't share, share the cold one with Leroy many a time, Terry. And if I can, can look in that black man's eyes and say, pass me another bud, then I know you, Terry. You can do it too. Terry's problem, he's got all the muscles in his head meat. Terry got this <laughs> at all times. Terry got strong head meat. Why your head meat look like that all the time? I got to push my head meat together, Terry, to get it like that. Your head meat start off like that. Terry, smooth out the head meat, Terry. You got too much head meat and it's driving people crazy. All them muscles, bro. That's why I'll be out of shape. If all that testosterone is driving you crazy, Terry, you got to stop it. Speaking of stopping it, white people, I got a list of things y'all have to stop. Okay. First thing I want y'all to stop is doing too much. This last week, Y'all did too much. So much. Okay, just yesterday as we filmed this, Patreon is watching this, Josh sent me this, okay? Led by Nancy Pelosi, the Democrats said, listen, not only during Black History Month will we wear the kente cloth, <laughs> but tomorrow we gonna wear the kente cloth. And all these white people said, man, give me the kente. And they were standing there. Now I ain't going to hold you. Nancy Pelosi with the kente in the all red, she was out here. I said, okay. Nancy P, they called Nancy P in the street. She, she's trying to be an honorary Delta. <laughs> okay. And these people said, listen, black people, let me, I just want to explain something real quick to y'all. We just want some help with, stop killing the police and y'all like nah bro before we do that we gonna order the kente cloth <laughs> we gonna socially distance <laughs> i want to know who bulk ordered the 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 kente cloth a man. black intern joshua <laughs> a black intern was like well shoot at least i'm gonna get some some bread for my home girl 
But one dude had the bad knee. Josh, put the video up or the picture. The one dude was like, listen, man, I got I got bad knees. I'm not finna be doing I can't kneel. If I kneel for eight minutes, nine minutes, I will never get off the ground. I just had <laughs> knee replacement surgery. I'm with y'all, bro, but these knees don't bend. I gotta get in the bed without bending my knees. I if I listen, and I get that. When I get up from the it is impossible for me to get up from a kneeling position at 37 without making noise. Okay, now I'm on one knee. This is already pain. This is already pain. Now, as I sit, now my hip, I feel a little bit of locked in tension on my hip. Okay. This is 12 seconds. 12 seconds to kneel. You got old white people with brittle bones kneeling for the first time. Y'all was just against kneeling. Now, it's impossible for me to get up without. <laughs> you hear that? That was a good pop. You hear the pop, Josh? That was some stress relief right there, man. <laughs> I ain't been kneeling for 22 seconds. And I'm knees popping. I got to exhale. <sighs> I need to grab something. Did you see the video, Josh? They had to help Nancy Pelosi I get did. up. She was shaky. She was like, bro, how old is Nancy? How old is Nancy Pelosi? Let me look it up. Because Nancy Pelosi knows she ain't used her knees since early 1988. Nancy Pelosi, 80 years old, what Josh. Is, what is she doing? What is she doing? Them knees, that's it. Her doctor been telling her for 20 years not to touch that <laughs> knee to the ground. And what does she do? Nancy, you was 80 years old, girl. Get off them knees. Your, your knees expired 20 years ago. Your knees is as strong as spoiled milk. You, your knees are as strong as spaghetti noodles. Hold on, the dude on the far right had to shift his had to shift his position because his knees had to have been screaming at him during the moment of silence. You know when they had the meeting, it was like eight minutes of knees <laughs> on a marble floor. Are y'all crazy? Have you lost your minds? I'll be fine. <laughs> Now, I've been sitting on my knee not because I'm making a point, because I'm thinking about how I'm going to get up. I'm going to just stay here for a while because basically my hip is locked in place right now. You know, I'm going to need some help. I'm just going to shoot. <laughs> I'm really thinking about how I'm going to get up. I'm also thinking about how I'm going to get this motion graphics done. And you know what? Fiverr is going to help me. You know, one time I needed motion graphics done, and Josh does everything. But Josh is not a motion graphic designer. I'm not. He was like, Kevin, it would be dope if we had this. But we didn't have to. We didn't have it. So I went on Fiverr, and man, when I tell you I found me a motion graphic designer, it was amazing, bro. I'm telling you, it's an amazing marketplace to find what you need. Editing, photography, motion graphic design, notes, reading, whatever you need. Fiverr's freelancing Platform helps you find the right talent to build your online presence fast. Evolve, adapt, and grow your business with Fiverr. They connect businesses with freelancers, offering hundreds of digital services, graphic design, copywriting, web programming, film editing, voiceover, music, and more. Search by service, deadline, price, reviews, and more. Okay? Know exactly what you're paying for up front. No hourly rates or negotiating. All right? And a payment is released to the freelancer once you approve the work. A 24-7 customer service anytime you have an issue. Fiverr is here to help. Find your talent today at Fiverr.com. That's F-I-V-E-R-R.com. And receive 20, 10% off your first order using our code RR. R-N-R. All the digital services you need are in one place at F-I-V-E-R-R.com slash R-R. 
I'm sorry, dot com code RR. R and R. Again, that's fiverr.com RR. All right, Josh. Here we go. Here's what I got to do. And this is why they was in trouble. As an old person with bad knees, you can't just go from no knees to up. They got nothing to grab, Josh. Oh, no. They, there's, there's granite Kay. floor. That's it. Granite floor. This is carpeted. And I'm. you want to push on your other bad knee and get up? Absolutely not. Okay? This is why Nancy was in trouble. She can't just get on here. Okay, now watch here. <laughs> See, you hear that sound? That's 37 years of doing this. Who you hear that? Oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm over here making popcorn with my knees. I would have loved to see if they kept the camera rolling, watching them all try and get up after eight minutes of being <laughs> stiff. My knees hot. <laughs> all we ask you now, in their defense, right? They're trying to pass some legislation. They're trying to change some things. Nancy Pelosi. Um, let me see what she was introducing real quick, because she was actually trying to pass some legislation. Okay. It's a, it was a police reform bill, okay, that would ban chokeholds, no-knock warrants, and drug cases, bro. They was like, we can't just introduce the bill. We got to do something, y'all. Do something, John. Okay, why y'all had to have the kente claw? The legislation is what we're asking for, not the Black History Month performance. We want the legislation. Like, we going to get y'all the legislation. We ban chokeholds and all that. But you know what? We want our we want our knees. We want the perform. We want y'all to. Sh- we want to show solidarity with y'all, and we gonna be kneeling. You understand me? We gonna be kneeling. I'm gonna tell you what right now. When Kevin Fredericks is 80 years old, <laughs> bruh, be kneeling for nothing, bruh. It's gonna take heaven and earth. <laughs> My my right knee right now is on fire. I found the video of them getting up. Did you? <laughs> Gotta add it. I'm sorry. Keep going. Put it in, Josh. Put in the video of these old people getting up. I just texted to you. All right. Let me pull this up. So Nancy had a hand. Someone ran in. <laughs> was legit stuck bro (laughs) you can't get up like this nancy (laughs) she is not meg the stallion okay she's peggy the pony she don't have (laughs) she don't have what meg the stallion has Nancy would be on this ground right now if them people wasn't around her. <laughs> she, what? Woo! She be using that life alert. She, she like a newborn giraffe trying to get up. <laughs> Hold up, y'all got dog. Oh. Whose idea was this? Yours, mine. <laughs> okay, Josh, but believe it or not, that wasn't white people doing too much. I mean, that was doing too much. But white people was like, nah, we can we can go farther. Okay? In Cary, North Carolina, Josh, throw the picture up, please. White people were apologizing for their race, their problems in race, or whatever they was apologizing for. And they was washing the feet of the leaders of the protest. They had an old school foot washing ceremony 
for protesters. Okay, big buckets of water, prayer, the black people. Oh my God. Pa- Patreon audience is telling me that it was pastors. By the way, if you're watching this, join the Patreon, KevOnStage.com. You got to remind me, Josh. They're having a good time. Patreon's watching this, KevOnStage.com. Join the fun. Get access to bonus episodes. Get access to episodes early. Get access to more content, KevOnStage.com. Support black creators. Okay, so these pastors and police, okay, foot washing. Now listen, I grew up foot washing in church. Let me tell you what, nothing worse than not being able to get the Holy Ghost on the first try than foot washing. I was always paired with an old mother or an old deacon. Old people do not lotion the back of their heels. Oh, I remember having to take off. So, oh, God bless. I had a, this memory was repressed, Joshua. This mother, I had to wash her feet. Okay, they usually try to go same sex, men with men, women with women. But early in my life, when I was a child, they was like, "Ah, oh, you little, shut up." And this mother had, I had to wash hers. She hadn't taken her stockings off, Josh, all the way. Okay, so she's sitting down, foot washing. She's shimmying down the stocking. Oh, no. Hot old coochie air. Oh, no. Okay, fermented funky cooch <laughs> done passed through my nostrils. And I'm a young man. I'm not aware of this. I'm like, oh, what you talking? Mother, did you say something? Oh, no, that was just my vagina. You know? <laughs> summer's Eve, I ran out of Summer's Eve. I had no Summer's Eve. I said, whoa. That thing hit me like a rushing mighty wind. I said, Mother Peterson, what's wrong with your diet? Oh, you know, I been down to Luby's a couple times. I didn't, you know, just a little bit of fermented cooch. That's all that is. <laughs> it ain't going to hurt you. It ain't going to bite you. Come on now. Take my stockings off. First of all, I'm looking out like this probably is not safe. I'm a child. I'm six years old. I should not be removing the stockings of an elder stateswoman of the church. Okay. Stockings is hot at the top. Around the covering area, Josh Stockings was hot. I'm like, mother, you tucked in. You got that coochie on bag. You done put a uh, foil over it, sat it in the oven for 350. These stockings is hot. You know the AC went out in church. Can't be having, you know, I've got this coochie sitting in here, you know, on simmer. (laughs) Okay, she takes her stockings all the way off. Her legs are so ashy, Joshua. It was making the sound when you take Velcro off. Oh, no. That's the sound it was making as the stockings clung on for dear life at her feet. I'm trying to scoot the stockings off her. The back of her heel, that thing was like a death grip. It was like, please don't, don't, don't take it. Don't leave. Don't leave me stockings. Please stay with me tonight. Okay, I get the stockings off. My eyes are bleeding at this moment in time. Okay, and her foot was like, like this. Like this box, flat on the bottom. No arch, no curve. You know, it was a meaty foot. She, you know, she was, she was a little girthy. She was a little girthy. So it was a meaty foot, you know, 
So I'm over here, and they like, okay, now dip the foot. Now, go. Yeah, I got, I got to drink some water, man. I, I'm getting hot thinking about it. Okay. Have you ever seen a dry riverbed? Okay, I'm from El Paso. You know, the mud, like when mud, if there's mud there and it dries in the sun and it just cracks up and all you see is like lines everywhere, that's what her foot looked like. Okay, I'm dipping it in the water. Okay, I take it out, still dry. Her foot was so dry that the first dip, the water was just repelled. It was like she was wearing a wetsuit on her foot. Okay, water was like, what, what are you, we, this, you're gonna have to soak these toes. Now, as I'm thinking about it, her, her toenails were so sharp. When I took the stocking off, salmon in the local stream hid in fear. They was like, ha, ha, ha. It was eagle. It was eagle talents. Like Nacho Libre. Eagle talents. The corn, okay, the pinky nail on her foot curved underneath the toe and was flapped under. Oh my God. Okay. It was flapped under here. That big toe was playing a tuba. This big toe was, I'm going to get you sucker. Josh, you got to find this clip. I'm going to get you sucker. The toe, uh, when James Brown gets his, gets his toe shot. Okay. I got it. I'm going to get you sucker. Big toe, Josh, put it in for the people so they can get the visual of how big her big toe was. Her big toe was a bully. Her big toe was a pro Hall of Fame left tackle offensive lineman. This big toe was like, they call me Big Chuck. You understand? He had a beard and everything. Okay, so I got to wash this foot. And the whole time they're telling me, you know, you know, Mary and Martha, they wash the feet. And you see, you guys are, you're, you're able to wash clean feet. You got to understand in the Bible days, you know, these people was wearing sandals and they was walking through dust. So these people's feet are dirty. These prophets' feet are dirty. And to wash their feet is a symbol of, you know, the, the most posture you could have as a servant was to wash the feet of someone who walked around in sandals all their life. And I said, listen. I got a combination of eagle talent feet, ashy feet, hot coochie air, and white diamonds. And you telling me it was worse in the Bible days? Did they have a hot coochie smell and white diamonds mixed? Hmm? Is the alabaster box full of Elizabeth Taylor white diamonds? Because I'm a child and them stockings should have been off. They should have been hung out the car window and, and air dried off. Mother was fermenting, sitting on that thing. You're not asked as a child if you can deal with feet. Nobody cares if you like feet. You go to church, you do everything. That was just, that was just one experience. You, you think mother's feet were bad? Oh, when I was older, Middle school, I had to do a deacon's feet. Mm. Oh, Josh, this man 
had never touched his feet. I'm talking about these feet were vagabonds. They had guns. They had bandanas. They ran the streets. They were gang members. They couldn't be helped. These feet were reckless. And he was proud. He said, you listen to me, son. I ain't good. I didn't know we was going to be doing this today. I ain't really never even touched these feet. You hear me? I ain't going to keep it with you. I'm going to keep it two virgins with you, young man. I want to be an old person, Josh. And I want my grandkids to be like, Papa says, I'm going to keep it two virgins with you. And nobody knows what that means. <laughs> this man's feet, Josh, it was like that episode of Martin. Myra's feet, Josh. Find it. Myra's pedicure, Josh. Uh, Martin, I found one already, but this was me as a child. I got a clip. Yeah, Josh. Put in Myra's feet. That's what this deacon was dealing with. This is trauma for a young black child. You understand me? We didn't have no choice to do the foot washing. Okay, I didn't have a chance. I had to wash these feet. These feet were, this deacon's feet were stank. Man. You hear me? I mean, he worked hard. He's like, hey, you know, I ain't touch, I ain't touched these feet since the war. Which war? The Civil War. A civil War? How old are you? I thought it was now. Oh, man, I fought for the Union Army. And these protesters, people was washing feet. And all I can think about is how many times I was traumatized in the black church at foot washing ceremonies. I need therapy to deal with this. And luckily we have talk space. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of us are dealing with stress right now, whether it's the isolation, cancel summer plans, economic stress. I get it. We all have something on our minds and it's important to talk about it. Talking helps, plain and simple. Talkspace Online Therapy is here to help you do just that. Match with a licensed therapist from the comfort of your own home. And you get, your, you get the support you need on whatever schedule works for you. Talk to your therapist 24-7 from your phone or computer and hear back daily. Listen, I've been doing double therapy. I got my regular therapist on, on you know, a weekly basis. And I got Talkspace because with Talkspace, you can actually text a therapist. So I just need some intermediate help. You know, Josh been on it. Oh, yeah. Intermediate help. You can do some on video. You can text somebody. I Listen, sometimes I just need to send a quick text. Hey, I'm feeling like this. They'll give me some things. Help me through the day. And that's why I allow. Oh, yeah. One month on Talkspace costs about the same as a single in-person therapy session. Talkspace therapists have experience treating depression anxiety, and substance abuse, trauma, relationship issues, food and eating, and much more. Talkspace is secure, private, secure and private using the latest encryption technology to store client information. We all need to talk sometimes. Talkspace gives us the support we deserve at a price we can afford. Match with your perfect therapist at Talkspace.com or download the app. Use the promo code RIGHTEOUS, Righteous. to get $100 off your first month and help support the show. That's Talkspace.com, promo code RIGHTEOUS. Righteous. And with everything going on right now, a lot of people are asking if it's even possible to buy life insurance at all. The short answer is yes. It's possible. You can buy life insurance during a pandemic. If you have loved ones, depending on your income, you probably should. Listen, Melissa and I got life insurance uh, about a year and a half ago as entrepreneurs, and it's one of the best decisions we ever made. 
helps us to sleep well at night knowing if anything happens to us, our children are taken care of and whoever takes care of them will have the means to do so. Policy Genius compares quotes from top life insurance companies in one place. It takes a few minutes to compare quotes from the top insurers to find your best price. That doesn't just save a lot of paperwork. It doesn't just save a lot of legwork. You could save $1,500 or more a year by using Policy Genius to compare life insurance policies. Once you apply, the Policy Genius team will handle all the paperwork and red tape for free. So if you hit any speed bumps during the application process, they'll be there to take care of everything. So if you're one of the many people looking to buy life insurance right now, but you're not sure where to start, head to policygenius.com. Policy Genius will help you find the best rate and handle the process completely. They'll get you and your family protected and hopefully give you one less thing to worry about. And I don't want to worry about no more fee. White people, you're doing too much. Okay. This picture shows white people wearing chains and yokes that say uh, shirts that say so sorry. The caption says, y'all ain't even got to do all this. Just treat us equally, man. Who asked y'all to go and wear chains and yokes? Who asked y'all? What? Ain't nobody asked y'all to do all of this. With a kid? The baby, Josh. You got the baby out here saying his yoke is made easy. Ain't nobody asked y'all for that. We just like, yo, can y'all stop killing us? If people do kill us, can we make sure that they're held accountable? And we're like, no, no, no. Listen, listen, listen. Forget all that. We will, we want to wear shirts that say we're so sorry. We want to, listen, we want to wear the chains. We want to wear the yokes. I know Tasha Cobb said break every chain, but I want to wear every chain. I want to show you. I, I too have seen DMX. I've listened to DMX. I want to prove to you guys that we're with you. We're with you. Okay. So we'll apologize. And wear these chains. And the one dude on the bottom left, Josh, he got, listen, I know he wrong. He got white people dreads. Apologize for that. <laughs> white people dreads don't hold. <laughs> Y'all hair is not the right texture to lock up like that. The same way black people, we can't go in the pool, flip our head up, and, and I can't do that. You know how many times as a kid I wanted to come out of the pool and flip my hair back and do this. I want to put hair grease and, and, and brush my hair back. And I knew as a child that that wasn't for me. Dreadlocks, locks, they're not for y'all. In my, my whole life, I have never seen white people with nice locks. They all smell like hemp. And see, I lived in Seattle for four years, lived in Washington for 13 years. I, I'm not an expert on this, but I can I can make an educated guess and say that Seattle leads the league in white people dreads. I mean, they was out there, and cool people, you know, white people with the with the fake with the faux locks. Okay, but I digress. Why y'all got this baby in this yoke? He don't know what's going on. They got these shirts made at the mall that say, so sorry. 
It's just totally unnecessary. Where is this? I don't know, Josh. I don't know. We just want people to stop killing us. You're like, no, nah, we gonna kneel. We gonna do the kente cloth. We gonna wash your feet. We gonna wear chains and yokes. We gonna do everything y'all ain't ask us to do, but we won't do everything that we won't do. Stop. <laughs> Listen, white people, if you're confused about what to do right now, read a book called White Fragility. Okay. Melissa just started it. It's not even intended for her. But she says, white people, I know. Listen, and I I don't want, I want to be clear. I know y'all, a lot of y'all's hearts are in the right place. Okay. But we just, we asking for simple stuff and y'all like, Mm-mm. We'll be the slaves now. Hey, hey, hey. What? <laughs> Nobody asked you for that. No, no, I want to know what it feels like to be a slave. We're not talking about that right now. We just want you to march with us. And you know what I'm saying? We want to we want to stop police from killing us. We want new legislation. We want to move some of the police's resources to other areas. You know what I'm saying? Nah, 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 nah. We gonna we gonna we wearing kente cloth. Which we're, we're getting the kente cloth, guys. <laughs> you know somebody pronounced the kente cloth. Oh yeah. I want kente clothes. Oh let's let's get our kente cloth shadow box and, and put up BLM <laughs> in our house. <laughs> Mitt Romney, Josh. Mitt Romney was out there marching. Mitt Romney was out there marching. What a time. If you would have told me. <laughs> when did Mitt Romney run? 2012? Let me double check. I think that was 2012. Yep, Mitt, Mitt Romney, 2012. I remember the, the thing that swung it for Mitt. Against his favor, he had a, he made a comment. I want to say forty three percent, or what was that percentage? Mitt Romney said. Forty seven percent. This is what killed Mitt Romney back in twenty twelve. This was a this was a humongous scandal, Josh. This. Josh, I know you were eight years old when this came out. 2012. But this, my friend. Not eight years old, Kevin. Nine or ten. <laughs> this, my friend, was a scandal of epic proportion. Mitt Romney, 47%? Oh, this is what he thinks of us? Mitt Romney, see, this is how they talk about us behind closed doors. 
I mean, Josh, this I remember me and Melissa heard this. We was like, oh, wow. Mitt, this is what you think of us. Well, we'll show you at the poll. Obama for for a second term. Little did we know that when Joshua was eight years old, that scandal was nothing compared to the things that we hear now. If you would have told me that Mitt Mitchell Romney. Okay, that's actually not his name. Willard Mitt Romney. Willard? His name went even whiter. That is. Willard Mitt Romney from Utah. He's a Ute. Is he a current senator? He's not current. He might be, man. Willard? He cannot be current. I thought he was retired. Willard is not no current senator. It says incumbent. No way. Will Smith's real name is Willard, but that don't count because I met Will Smith. Y'all hush in the comments. Willard is a current you y'all. I gotta look this up. I don't believe you. What was he a governor or something? Mitt Romney is a senator from Utah from Cincinnati. Wasn't Mitt Romney? I felt like he was the governor of Massachusetts or something. He was the governor. Am I tripping? I'm tripping. He was the governor of Massachusetts oh, from 20, 2003. Oh, yeah, I was going to say 03 to 07. He was the 70th governor of Massachusetts. And now he's a senator from Utah? Wow. I mean, Utah is fitting. Okay. Utah is fitting. Utah is absolutely fitting. I just want to say something. I'm not going to pretend to learn know a lot about politics. Patreon audience, help me out real quick. How can you be the governor of one state and then later be a senator of another state? How? I'm, I'm going to look through the comments because Angelica said he's Mormon. You move. It's as simple as that. So all you got to do is live somewhere. I thought you could just, I thought you just, so do people move to places so they have a better chance of winning? Hold, hold on. You got to live there for a certain amount of years and then you're eligible to vote or run. called carpet bagging i've heard the term carpet bagging i did not know that's what that meant seeking a political election in a place where one has local no local connections wow did you know this joshua i did not i was i I was eight years old at the time how would you know how would i know kev (laughs) pat said something that i think i want to start adapting I want to normalize not knowing things, okay? We all don't know stuff. Mm-hmm. We all act like everybody's so smart. You know, fractions give me trouble. We talked about it. As I age, I'm getting worse at math than I was. I've heard the term carpet bagging, but I didn't know. 
And I didn't know it was common for people to just be moving places to be, uh, you know, politicians. I know Bill Clinton was the uh, governor of Arkansas and then Hillary was a senator from New York. But I thought that's just because she was like from New York. But anyway, that has nothing to do with the fact that Mitt Romney was out here marching for Black Lives Matter while being a senator from Utah. And I just wouldn't have thought that would have been the case. I just, listen, that's really messed my mind up, Josh. White politicians be old. Mitt Romney is 73 years old. He's been married since 1969. (laughs) 69. That's a sex. That's a sex term. It's when... Uh, I mean, they were good. Well, imagine we're the nine and the six. So here we go. The way the numbers are. Okay, this is this is the nine. Still going. This is the six. My left hand's the six. This is the nine. It's like a yin and a yang. Okay. Oh my god. Now where the tail of the nine is, that's pp. Where the tail of the six is, that's coochie. I don't like headphones in these moments. I really don't. <laughs> uh, Obama wasn't from Chicago. Hold on. You're right. Wasn't he a community organizer in Chicago? He was a senator from Illinois. When did he move there? You know, when I met Will Smith, he didn't tell me any of that. Man, I'm not really, listen, I know I'm just not really paying attention, guys. I'm not paying attention to all this stuff during my politics. I didn't know much about Obama. So when he was uh, running for president, all I knew was he was a senator from Illinois. He was born in Hawaii. Okay. And look, he was a president. You know, he ran for president. He left a legacy. And that was amazing. A legacy box is a super simple mailing service to have all your videotapes, camcorder tapes, film reels, and pictures digitally preserved on a thumb drive, DVD, or the cloud. Legacy box is the world's largest digitizer of home movies and photos, and has helped over 750,000 families digitally preserve their past. I was able to digitally preserve my varsity game against Yelm, where I had 26 points, 11 rebounds, and three blocks. I gave them the tape. They sent it back to me on DVD and I, I, I've been watching it. Use my son's PlayStation and I just watch my, my young self destroy uh, moderately simple basketball against farmers in Washington. That's where Yum was, just a whole bunch of farmers. Okay, the process from start to finish is so easy. You pack and send. Their team digitizes everything by hand. You enjoy. Get back to perfectly preserved digital copies, ready to watch, share, and enjoy. Get started preserving your family's legacy today. Go to LegacyBox.com slash R&R to get an incredible 40% off your first order. Buy today and take advantage of the exclusive offer. Send in when you're ready. Legacy Box is great for you and someone you love. Go to LegacyBox.com slash R&R and save 40% while supplies last. Uh, I think it's so interesting that uh, I got to do some research about politics. 
All right, now here's the thing I want to talk about. This is my last topic. I saw this picture, Josh, blur out the F word. We are not our ancestors, we will F you up. Here's the thing I want to say about we are not our ancestors. People keep using that term, we are not our ancestors, as if our ancestors were like weak and, and didn't fight. Like, do you realize our ancestors endured far more harsh lives than we could ever imagine? No, we're not our ancestors. We, we can't even ask our boss for two weeks off of vacation. We gotta lie and say we're sick when we land in the place when we're supposed to be at work that day. But we're not our ancestors. This notion that our ancestors are, you know, were just docile and, you know, oh, I guess I'll just do whatever I'm told. Fam, even those who stayed in slavery, okay, were stronger than us. A lot of time they endured those harsh, you know, lives to take care of their family. So even the ones that stayed are stronger than a lot of us. So this whole notion of we are not our ancestors, like we're better than them. Like I'm my ancestors' wildest dreams. I like that one because it's like, you know, uh, I'm achieving something based on the sacrifice that they gave. Okay. That I can get with, you know, they were slaves. Like my great grandma, uh, two or three grandmas before my great grandma, you can trace them back to slavery. So for them to know that I own my own business and I can employ people and I can pay for my children's college or I can provide jobs, being my ancestors' wildest dream, being able to go to college, being able to, you know, be a, a handsome, having a beard that fully connects, you know, being tall, physically fit. It's very specific. All those things. That's being my ancestors' wildest dream. Okay? But we are not our ancestors. Fam. Let's just pump the brakes. Okay? Do you realize? Look at look at some of the civil rights marches. Not only were, you know, there's police, you know, fighting our protesters right now. No doubt about it. Our ancestors were getting sprayed with fire hoses, okay, by the police. They were having dogs sicked on them by the police. They're having rocks thrown at them. I mean, literally beaten with bats and stuff. We ain't, we ain't enduring that for months. So let's stop this. We are not our ancestors like they weak. I don't like it, Josh. I don't like it. I hate it actually. Because we we're 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 just like we're not though. Like I I think I wanna say we're not as strong as we wanna be. Can I can we listen closely guys? Can we can we be honest with, with ourselves? Let's look in the mirror. And I'm I'm included. Okay? I went out and protested. I plan on going again. Okay? But I didn't get hit. These people was getting beat up with billy clubs, bloody faces. They was getting patched up and going back the next day. I have the privilege. If I get beat up by the police, probably going to, I ain't probably ain't going to go back out that week. I'm going to heal up. You know, these people was out here getting beat up and going right back out there in jail, in prison, 
you know, having their lives destroyed, literally assassinated in the case of Martin Luther King. So to make it seem like they was just soft, it's it's revisionist history at best. These people went through hell. Can you imagine escaping a plantation? No GPS. No, no turn left here with bloodhounds chasing you. Knowing if you get caught, you die, you return to slavery, whipped beyond recognition. You know that. And these people still ran. I can't. If Josh said, hey, Kev, come to my house right after this. I wouldn't even be able to follow him good. I'd be like, Josh, text me the address. I don't really. You know, no, no, man, just hop on the one-on-one exit. I can't really go past two instructions. These people was running from plantations in the night. No backpack, no suitcase, no GPS. Running. No fast food. No, Josh. No Cracker Barrel. I mean, the racism that created Cracker Barrel. Good. By the way, Cracker Barrel, the Old Town store, Guys, it might be time. Can we just take it easy? And my, I'm a hypocrite because I walked through all that racism, all these racist trinkets, cotton, because I'm a sucker for the crispy edges. I want to be better than I am. But them doggone pancakes, I mean, I walk right past. I literally, I put this on Instagram one time. They literally was selling cotton, decorative cotton. And I saw it on the way in. I was like, that is crazy. Hmm. They said Frederick's party of four. That's that's me. Did you see the cotton? I, uh, oh yeah, I saw it. You know. But I also saw the menu and the dog on hash brown casserole. I had to do it. I can't just I mean, I can't let a little cotton get in my way. Are you guys aware of the crispy edges? All across this great nation. Crispy edges. I know I'm not my ancestors. I was a chump for crispy edges. I can't fight for freedom. I can't even I can't even bypass uh, cotton for crispy edge pancakes. My ancestors are disappointed. They saw me. My ancestors saw me pick up decorative cotton in Cracker Barrel and say, hmm, this is wrong. And then they called my name and I said, well, well I mean, I've already been here for, for 10 minutes. I mean, what do you want me to do? Go to a Waffle House, Denny's, leave these biscuits. Absolutely not. I sit in the and you know the rocking chair is racist. Oh, the the rocking chair is out front of Cracker Barrel. I mean, I'm just sitting there like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) playing checkers, waiting to walk through a a town store for crispy edge pancakes. My ancestors are disappointed. My ancestors' wildest dreams, they're like, we're going to run from slavery and our sons will never have to pick cotton again. I picked cotton on purpose. <laughs> I picked the cotton up on purpose, studied it, and was like, that is crazy. Put it down. <laughs> Went inside for crispy edges pancakes. My ancestors were probably in shape. <laughs> Josh, I'm almost 40. I think this is just it. I mean, my stomach's hanging over my belt right now. I'm going to take the belt off. I've been thinking about it for a while. Oh, Jesus. You think my ancestors are happy about that? (laughs) Let's stop that, guys. 
let's just let's just stop it. Also, before we go, I don't know if y'all saw this. This entire town in Georgia, including 36 properties, an opera house, and a bank hit the market for just $1.7 million. The same price as a luxury New York apartment. Did y'all see this on the news? Mm. Tombsboro, Georgia is up for sale. Okay. 37 parcels of property, 40 acres of land, 40 acres in a mule. Okay. Banks, a syrup mill, abandoned restaurant, an opera house, a railroad depot. Apparently this town has been on the market since 2012 when it was going for 2.5 million. I seen black people on Twitter saying we should move there. Let me just check one thing real quick. Cause I, uh, <laughs> let me see. Troomsboro is two hour drive from Atlanta. Okay. Right outside Macon. Okay. All they're asking is that if you buy it, you don't like tear it down and rebuild it. They want it to be preserved. And I looked into it. I said, man, we'll get some friends together. We're going to buy this town. And then I thought, ah, there's going no, there's no Uber. <laughs> ah, there's no Postmates. Mm, there's no Marriott's. Ah, and you want me to preserve it? I can't even tear it down and build on it. <sighs> What's the Wi-Fi like in Tombsboro? You know, I mean, I gotta, I still gotta fly out of Atlanta, and then I, uh, man, it's, you know, travel and traffic. Hmm. How much is how much is making going for? <laughs> Would you move to a town with 37 properties and build it? Would you guys want that? That place looks like it's in the thick of racism, okay? <laughs> Jasmine says, Taste of Jasmine said it's probably haunted. The place is called Tombsboro. Tombsboro. T O O M S. Not A even. Borough tomb. of tombs, Josh. <laughs> it was a population of 472 people. That's a cult. Man. They have one gas station called the Thompson's One Stop. They have the Western Union. Western Union? Oh, my gosh. They got a Dollar General, though. It's going up. <laughs> this is why I'm not my ancestors. My ancestors are like, yeah, if you and some friends could buy. And I'm like, mm. but then I have to live there. City Hall looks like... <laughs> A mechanic shop. There's three big garage doors and four parking spaces. Oh, I see it. Listen, let me tell you what. Somebody in the comments just said this, and this is absolutely true. When you leave Atlanta, okay, you're in Georgia. Okay, Atlanta is blue. 
Toonsboro's red. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Listen, I ain't going to hold y'all. Y'all listen. Yeah, man, I can't even do it. I ain't going to hold you. That part is, they, listen, they are probably not very welcoming. I just, listen, I look, I love y'all. I love y'all, but. Whew. This place looks terrifying. <laughs> I don't like being in rural Georgia. Okay, I don't mind Atlanta, Augusta, Savannah, but rural Georgia. Bruh, let me tell you what. Athens, where University of Georgia is, they be having University of Georgia flag and Confederate flag all together. The pickup truck ratio's too high. Tombsboro. I don't like this place, man. <laughs> Before I let y'all go, I want to say my art's coming together. I'm really excited about this. This is from Chuck Styles. It's Miles Morales. This is just my head. It's, it's just blown up. It's just a placeholder. This is from Blue the Great. And this one is from Greg Noir, friend of ours, photographer. Josh actually put me on to him. We're going to get this framed, uh, but we just wanted to put it up today. And my goal is to have all this filled with other art. This Chuck Styles piece is Fred Hampton sitting on top of his house in Chicago but it's made to look like, um, was it 2014 Forest Hills Drive? 2014 Forest Hills Drive with um, Jameson Coles. And I really love this. It's on canvas. This is from a black woman artist. Let me tell you my problem right now. The black woman artist that I, that I bought to bring to my office, Melissa keeps uh, hijacking them. <laughs> So I have this big piece. This black girl has a fro and I had put it by the door to um, to bring it to my office. And as I was putting it by my door, Melissa go, oh, that would look good in my office. And I was like, uh, um, well, and then she has this big thing in our in our living room that she's been messing with. Had another woman artist the beautiful piece of art which is tiny too it probably would have fit right here or right here i didn't even check the mail i come home one day and melissa already opened the art and put it up so i'm gonna have to buy more black women artists and have that mail to josh because melissa keeps getting a hold of it and it's not making it to the office where it was intended to be uh, this is Chuck Styles on Instagram. If you follow my highlights, I have bought black. These two are Chuck Styles. Blue the Great. This is actually a Blue the Great t-shirt that he made for Kobe. I just had it framed. This is a Greg Noir. This is just my face. Chuck Styles. Check my Instagram highlights. I have everything black that I listed. As we grow this set, you'll be all black artists. Uh, here if you want to see the clothes I'm trying to wear as many black artists as possible all the time this is Demetrius Harmon you matter um, this is Yvonne Orgy's special mom I made it and this is cashmerevii.com I got a whole bunch more art coming so uh, that's that so Patreon people I'll see you later this week 
everybody else i'll see you next week thank you for watching here's the thing um where i talk for an hour about anything and everything i love you peace